Golden State, one of the great stories in the NBA. They're 22-10 and 10 on the year. I'm joined by their fourth-year point guard. He is averaging career highs this season, 20 points, six and a half assists per game, a former All-American from Davidson. Stephen Curry joins me. Stephen, nice to have you back. How are you? I'm doing good, Jim. Thanks for having me. Man. Good to have you. Appreciate it. You know, you're coming off a huge game Wednesday night in the win over the Clippers, 31, eight assists, six rebounds, two steals. You know, it wasn't that long ago that a Warrior-Clipper game really didn't generate that much heat or that much buzz. Now it's something totally different, and you've got a rematch with them tomorrow night. How good does it feel to be in the mix and have games like that matter so much? It means a lot. I mean, not only for myself, this is my fourth year having, you know, really meaningful games when you look at the playoff picture come, you know, the new year. But a lot of my teammates have been in the same situation, not been on uh, as many winning teams as we should have, and, uh, we're enjoying the ride and, and the process to, to get to where we where we've gotten to now. So I mean, we got a lot of, lot of work to do. Um, you know, the last forty games or so. So just got to keep keep our head down, keep pushing. Uh, we'll figure it out. Stephen Curry, my guest. I mean, exactly what happened. Even ownership would have said that when you take into consideration that Andrew Bogut had that injury, you yourself were coming off your ankle, that they were hoping to be around 500 at this point in the season. Yet you guys were 22 and 10 and really, really competitive. I mean, how do you explain it? I don't know, man. I mean, like you said, if you if you ask anybody in our locker room, if we didn't have Andrew Bogut, not only him, uh, but Brandon Rush, the guy that you know established himself as a great bench player last year for us, if we didn't have those two guys for the bulk of the season, uh, to be twenty two and ten is a, is a real you know real reward, I think, for the work we put in on the defensive end, uh, rebounding the basketball, and those those two stats alone kind of make our game travel where we have a great road record taking care of home court as well. So um, we bought some time for you know for us to, to allow Andrew to get healthy, and he's only going to be an upgrade for us once we, once he gets back. So uh, we're we're in pretty good shape right now. It's Stephen Curry joining us. You know you're having that big year statistically, but it looks like you're also kind of imposing your will on the team, and you're leading from the front. I mean, is it something that? Somebody, did anybody pull you aside? Did Mark Jackson say, look, I need this from you? Or did you look around that locker room and think, it's my time, i got to do this? I mean, a little bit of both. Uh, after the trade with Monte Ellis last year, you know, there was a void of, of leadership uh, and an opportunity for, for guys to step up, myself included. So I think we, me and, uh, and David Lee had a long talk over the summer uh, about the vision for the team and, and really that it was up to us to to kind of take reins of the team and, and get it to where we wanted it to go. So um, we even had a little gem and, and Jared Jack, who we, we brought in uh, in a trade over the summer. And, and he's a guy that's a, a big-time voice in the locker room, um, a veteran who's been around a while. So the combination of us three, you know, stepping up and, and trying to get us through some tough times and some down times during, during the first part of the season has really separated us as a, as a good team this year. Yeah, I'm glad you brought him up, Jared Jack. I mean, he's a vet on the team, and you've learned from him, and you yourself have referred to him as a leader. He says he's nothing more than a backup singer. I mean, I would imagine if you're not there, you don't really know exactly what he brings to it. But talk about that. How much does he mean, and what's he do for the team? I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a tough guy. He, he's, he's a guy that... Uh, has been through some different situations. He's been on like six, seven teams, and I think he's learned a little bit from each situation he's been in. Uh, and last year in New Orleans, he had his best statistical year of his career. So coming off of that um, and being, you know, the main catalyst for our bench, uh, it helps to have, you know, just another voice that uh, isn't afraid to step up and speak and, 
and uh, let it be known that, you know, this is what we're trying to do this year, and, and no matter what, we're going to get it done. So, uh, you know, the more voices we have that, that actually know what they're talking about, the better. Stephen Curry joining us. You know, a few moments ago you mentioned Monte Ellis. You know, there was always that talk, and in fact, you and I had talked about in the past whether or not the fit was really good for both of you, whether or not the two of you could coexist. I mean, ultimately, did that move have to be made? Um, I mean, I think so. If you if you look, we were an exciting brand of basketball, and I'm sure anybody liked to turn on TV and, and watch, you know, that backcourt uh, that we had, you know, play. Uh, just because it was it was electrifying, we, we, we on the offensive end we could definitely you know cause some havoc um, to to guys trying to guard us. Uh, you know, if you look at the longevity of it and, <clears throat> and matching up to uh, most of the backcourts in the in the in the, in the league, it, it's tough to guard. And I think defensively we made a big improvement just because we don't have to you know try gimmick defenses to to make up for the size difference. Uh, between me and him and some of the other guards in the backcourt, we can so, sort of you know, define our own identity on the defensive end and night in, night out, come out with the same schemes and, and get better at it. Um, so we're, we're the aggressor and not having the, the change for, for different opponents we play. It, it makes sense. You know, I mentioned you've got career highs both in points and assists per game. I had David Lee on last month, and I said to him, let me ask you what I said to him also. I said to him, you're playing at an all-star level. Do you expect to be playing in an all-star game? Let me put that to you. You're playing at an all-star level. Do you expect to be playing in an all-star game? I uh, don't expect it, but uh, you know, you hope you hope that it, it happens. It is a big honor um, to be recognized as one of the best in the league at your position, and you put so much time and effort into to preparing yourself for a season that um, that is that is something you you notice and you look at as as a, an opportunity, but. Um, like I told it, like I told D. Lee, we, we've been talking about it a little bit recently as it's, it's become more relevant. That the fact that we're 22 and 10, you know, in the top of the Western Conference, uh, and we have a legitimate case to, to that you could argue that we could get in the game. That, that's that's a big deal, especially for how our careers have gone. Uh, you know, with with not winning as much, so we're happy with that. Um, and obviously, for Golden State fans in general, not having an All Star since. Uh, Latrell Sprewell in 1997. Um, that would be huge for them just to have representation in the game. And uh, you know, it's out of our control. We're just going to keep playing, keep our head down. But it would be nice for for all of all. In fact, I was just going to say that I would imagine for you and him to put in the time that you've put in and to have success individually and as a team, I could see what it would represent and what it would mean to you. But go back to the fans and the organization. That's amazing, really. You haven't had an all-star with that team since Spree back in 97. What would it mean to the fans and the organization to get that kind of recognition? It would mean a lot. We have some of the most diehard fans and uh, probably equally some of the most frustrated fans just because of how um, kind of we been you know an organization that hasn't that hasn't performed well consistently. So uh, to turn on the TV and All Star Weekend in Houston and have you know one maybe hopefully two players that could uh, represent you on, on the big stage, uh, but also kind of keep that momentum for a playoff run in April. That would be a, a big year for for uh, all of our fans and, and kind of you know reward them for their their, their faith in us. Stephen Curry, my guest. Before you go, whenever I see a guy having a big year, the first thing I think of is, what did he do over the summer? Now, you and your brother Seth, who's a guard at Duke, lived together and worked out together in the summer. I would imagine the younger brother got a lot out of that. What about you? What did you get from it, and how big of a role did he play in your rehab? He played. He motivated me. I mean, uh, to be going back to Charlotte, uh, where I have 
where I had my rehab process, and uh, he he was coming down. We we, we worked out a lot. We uh, for him preparing for his fifth year, uh, fifth year senior run at Duke. He had a focus that I haven't seen in a while. So um, just to, to push each other, and we always play a little one on one every every now and again. I, I'm still winning, but just to uh, <laughs> to keep pushing each other, it was it was a big deal, and uh, you know, glad it happened. And what's that like? You know, when you're a kid, you always remember the first time you beat your old man at something. What about the little brother, man? He's got to go at you awfully hard, and you can't give him. You can't ever let him win, right? You can't. You can't. You can't give up that title. I mean, he's going. He's obviously gotten a whole lot better since we were kids, and uh, got he's closed the gap a lot. But uh, if I can help it at all, I'm not going to let him win. How about you? How about the first time you beat your old man? How'd that feel? Oh, that felt great. Uh, I guess we haven't played as much one-on-one since uh, he retired from, from the league, but playing like horse, uh, we're a shooting family. So once I finally uh, you know, could compete consistently in the backyard and the driveway, that uh, I know that killed him. Man, you are a shooting family. The Currys are a shooting family. Fourth-year point guard, and he's having a career year, 20 points, six and a half assists per game. Stefan, great to have you back on. Really good to talk to you. Thank you so much. All right, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. That is a shooting family. Pops, Stefan, Seth. Golden State's the real deal now. 22-10. and 10. You're 22-10. and 10. You're not that hot. You're that good. I mean, who would have ever thought that a Golden State-LA Clipper matchup would matter as much as it does right now? Wednesday night, he was lights out. 31 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds, 2 steals. And they've got a rematch. Tomorrow night. Huge game Wednesday night and then a rematch on tomorrow. 